welcome to the Modern MBA podcast with Marie Kerwin and Kristen Rossi. Our mission is to help MBAs coming from, going into, or merely considering more unorthodox career paths. We're a community to find inspiration and share stories. Today, we're speaking with Tribeni Chowgale, an executive MBA candidate at Warwick Business School, about her career in change management. Please note Tribeni's views are purely her own and do not reflect those of her employer. My name is Tribeni Chowgale. Uh, I am originally from India, uh, born in a tiny hill station, which is actually known as Scotland of the East. And uh, then I was brought up in a state called Assam, which if you like tea, would know because it's famous for its tea gardens. And then I have been living here in the UK for 15 years now. I uh, find it hard to believe, but this has become my home. Um, currently, I'm doing my executive MBA from the Warwick Business School out of their London campus, which is in the Gloria Shard, and I'm into my second year out there. So you um, currently work with a, a large payments technology provider. Um, can I ask you just to tell us a little, little bit about your career to date? Um, why did you choose to work in the area that you do? Sure. Uh, I would say that where I have landed up has been more an accident rather than planned. But uh, in terms of uh, where I started or wanted to start, I did want to work in the IT industry. And where I got my first job, they trained me in EBAC, which is the SAP's proprietary programming language. And therefore, I started working in SAP Enterprise Systems. And through the IT, my employers, I got to work in various different industries doing SAP implementations and, you know, working on uh, the technical lead roles, etc. And gradually a point came in one of my employers, previous employers, where I had to make up my mind whether I wanted to further pursue the specialist stream, which was going to be uh, very technical and leading into architect, lead architect, that kind of profile, or I could go down the path of project management. And on the basis of what I understood of project management, etc., that really appealed to me. And that is how I uh, started becoming a project manager. And I did uh, different roles as a project manager, and gradually moved into delivery management. And what started happening is because of the kind of role the delivery manager was with the clients where we were partnering with, uh, I got the opportunity to come up with target operating model solutions, which was again, very fascinating for me because it was like solving a problem uh, and an organizational one. And at this point, what happened is Agile started making ripples in the software industry. Um, you know, there was a lot of interest in starting to work in an agile delivery model. And the client uh, with whom I was working at that point of time, they were quite keen to move away from their waterfall based uh, project methodology to agile. And that became a success for us. So very happy to have moved in the SAP landscape to have moved into what uh, agile model and for our practice uh, in my employer that was kind of the first so that led to a lot of other clients wanting to do similar and me getting a chance to do the advisory role around it now what struck me at that point was in terms of when we were trying to move things from 
you know, the project methodology, etc., from waterfall to agile, it, it encompassed many more processes and aspects. And I felt I could see some glimpses or elements of change management in that. The other element that also started striking me about change management was uh, the work I was doing with regards to employee networks. So for one of my employers, uh, I set up the first uh, women's network. Then uh, I was also working in terms of people engagement initiatives, etc. And there also I could see elements of change management principles that were valid. And that is where, you know, um, wanting to do change management with program project management uh, really became my interest area. Um, and so tell us a bit more about the MBA um, that you're doing. Where does it fit into this? And what was it that made um, made you take the decision to, to, to start an MBA? Sure. Um, the MBA was actually, you know, a long-term plan of mine. Uh, whenever I had started planning my career and I knew I was going for uh, engineering, the combination I always thought of was engineering plus an MBA. And I felt that that was a combination that would set me up for a good career. However, you know, life had other plans. Uh, there were personal challenges because of which I put the MBA on hold and, you know, started working after my engineering degree. Um, I did feel that gap in terms of, you know, me, you can see as an uh, you know, unfulfilled dream or something I really wanted to pursue. And I felt like I was losing out on not having done it. Uh, but, you know, having moved countries and, you know, many things, uh, you know, moving from one thing to other or trying to settle, um, it just got put on hold. Then what happened is around, I would say, late 2017, 2018, I, I started feeling strongly about it. I started rethinking about it and I did start having conversations with my husband and daughter about it. Um, both of them were very supportive because especially my husband knew that, you know, this was something I wanted to do from a long time, but, you know, for one or the other reason, didn't embark on it. But, you know, it was also my daughter who was uh, who was very supportive and that gave me that impetus that, uh, you know, why not um, when I felt. Also from a career perspective, what happened is that I started feeling that, you know, I, I wanted to look at more options in terms of which way I would like to navigate my career further uh, and what could I branch into, etc. And I felt that, you know, experiencing the MBA would give me those perspectives and help me narrow down my choices in line with my strengths, purpose, and motivation. Um, in terms of your experience with the course itself, um, how, what would you say? Um, wh what would you say are the most enjoyable parts of it? And also, what would you say are the, the most challenging? Um, I would say the most enjoyable parts are definitely the classes and uh, you know the discussions with my cohort mates or even with the professor, the group work that we get to do. And also many a times uh, we have had guest speakers um, and, you know, all of those elements have been very enjoyable. Um, 
the part that I think sometimes is challenging is uh, the assignments, especially when I have returned to studies after such a long gap and also not studied here. I think I was quite overwhelmed by academic writing, how it should be, etc. And I think also, you know, if, when you start doing the assignment, it's very easy to get distracted and just get lost in reading about different things, you know. You find interesting, which is good, but at the same time, you know, uh, the clock keeps ticking and you forget that uh, <laughs> there is a time period within which you're supposed to complete the assignment and submit it. So sometimes that that element is challenging. I think the bigger challenge is also in terms of if work is quite busy, um, then, you know, trying to still have the energy in the weekend to focus in your MBA assignments, etc. again, can be challenging. Um, and, you know, trying to balance some time with the family while you're still trying to do your studies, uh, I think I would say is challenging because it's one thing to have those conversations and feel that, you know, yes, we will do this, etc. But the impact of, okay, what might you not be able to do as a result of you committing to this course is something that, you know, I think once you go through is what you start realizing on feeling. And sometimes I would say it's not easy for me to not feel guilty because I feel, oh, you know, I'm not spending enough time with my husband or my daughter. Not that they're complaining, but still feel that. But at the same time, you know, um, it's just reminding myself that, you know, I wanted to do this. I'm enjoying the learning immensely. So, you know, I, I just have to go through the period. Yeah, I mean, again, I th yeah, I think it's such a common theme with everyone that not just the exec MBAs that we speak to, but also there were some people on the full time program with families as well. And yeah, they mentioned that feeling of, of kind of being pulled in lots of different directions. Yeah, yes, absolutely. I it just feels that and I think, you know, this year has been strange for us for <laughs> we know why. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I think that just added another dimension to the challenge, right? Because I got only around six months before the pandemic hit us and disrupted us. I think mm -hmm. that also added a layer of, you know, complexity or challenge uh, in it. But um, honestly, I've enjoyed the modules and the learning so much. Uh, even if you ask me, would you do it again? My answer would be emphatically yes. You work in change management, and this year has been all about change. What do you think organizations should be doing to adapt to challenging circumstances? And how can we as leaders or future leaders contribute to this? Um, one thing I think that is most essential um, now is uh, connection and being able to connect with stakeholders. And by stakeholders here, I mean, you know, for from the organization's perspective, it is their clients, the employees, the shareholders, society, community, just everything, uh, everybody who are in those roles. And when I say connection, I think if you're able to connect, if you're able to communicate through that connection, that is what then gives you 
the opportunity to talk about what is the organization's purpose. And for many organizations, given the challenge that you know, the pandemic has brought about, it is likely also to mean a change in their approach, a new purpose or a new way of working towards that purpose. Because, I mean, I know that the pandemic is has been difficult and has thrown numerous challenges our way. But in a way, if I try to be positive about it, the thing that I have observed or think is that many things we start doing in an autopilot mode. And it's not just about us as individuals. I do think it's also about the organizations. So in a way, the pandemic is almost like a opportunity to pause and reflect on the organization's purpose and what it is trying to achieve because every single player in this ecosystem should get to understand what the organization is trying to do directly or indirectly and you know how the organizations are showing that they care because that has been something that has really come up in terms of the different studies i've seen in terms of the consumers in terms of consumers trust in brands is about the brands demonstrating that they actually care and how they care and therefore it is important for businesses to demonstrate their social responsibility towards the employees communities and society as a whole now the second part that you were asking about is you know in terms of how can we as leaders or future leaders contribute to this my view is that this communication with care needs a lot of kindness and empathy being ingrained or embedded in it and i think that you know no matter what position you are as an employee there are some things that we all can do and all can demonstrate leadership behaviors the big one i think that is important is about thinking about or having the courage to challenge um, if there is something that is going around you that you do not think is is right or gives the result that aligns to the purpose i think we we should have the courage to challenge it the other element that i really think that you know as we move forward uh, and you know we become future leaders or you know managers etc i think is also about being quite tuned in to self care and i think this year is quite important for us to kind of be aware that it is challenging and we do not know but chances are quite high that the adverse effect of this year might continue on us for quite some years to come self care is very important because unless we take care of ourselves we cannot be helping the wider cause whether as an employee you know uh, whether as in terms of how we operate and these are some of the things that i definitely think is something that we can contribute to in terms of being thoughtful about our actions but with clear self care towards ourselves
I think those both those points are really, really valuable. Definitely self-care. I know for myself, just personally, you know, just trying to do more yoga and more meditation, just for the mindfulness aspect, to be more mindful in the choices and how I let things affect myself. But extending that into an organization is, is so, so important, especially now. Yes, I completely agree with you. Yeah, and, yeah. I'm working progress on that. <laughs> <laughs> we all are. <laughs> we all are, right? Yeah. That keeps the whole yeah. alive. <laughs> yeah. No, but also on the challenges. I mean, I think that especially during organizational behavior, that was constantly brought up. Not being afraid to challenge the status quo if we really think there's a problem, you know, to call it out before it actually becomes detrimental to the organization or to the people of the organization. I think that's such an important thing. Yes, I I agree with you completely. And I think, you know, um, again, uh, another lesson of organizational behavior, right? The culture, right? The culture Mm -hmm. makes it quite challenging. And culture, you know, there are so many dimensions of culture itself, right? It's so complex because it's culture in the workplace, culture within the division, culture that comes from you know the nationalistic cultures right so and then it's our ourselves as well our personalities right Mm. so if you overlay all of that it it does become quite complex in terms of you know being able to walk through that or challenge that or have the courage to challenge that so it isn't an easy thing but you know it is something that some might find it easy to do, some might not, but I think it is something that, you know, we should be mindful of, be conscious about and try to practice it as much as possible, that we should have the courage to challenge things. How do you think your MBA is going to help you in your role? Um, so in my role, I think, you know, I have already <laughs> found many things that I've already, uh, you know, taken back to my workplace and try to implement in different, uh, you know, uh, elements of it. Uh, So that has been useful for me. It has also been useful in terms of, you know, uh, understanding the big picture better, right? Um, Some of the elements of like, for example, strategy, that's, that's something that, because, you know, if you think about program management, change management, it's, it's about the execution of the strategy right? Uh, What I have seen from the MBA is about looking at what's the strategy itself, or, you know, how does it come about, or where might be the challenges or the gaps in terms of translation of of a strategy uh, to execution, and, you know, trying to relate and understand those elements. Also, because of my areas of interest, whether I Uh, look at it from the social impact side of things or my work as an inclusion advocate or my interest around the elimination of AI bias or AI fairness, which I'm looking into in my, uh, from my project area. These all elements are helping me to kind of develop or, you know, have a more thorough picture that I can build in terms of what I need to do, um, where I'm doing. So there are enough principles for me that I can implement. I've also kind of looked at in terms of, you know, the uh, 
uh, what should I say, the associated elements. So it helps me, uh, it helps me be tuned in to uh, know how the dots connect with each other. So it will be like if I'm missing something because now these interlinked things are uh, more obvious to me in terms of how I've seen it, which I did not realize for some of the areas before I did the MBA course. I think it will help me to be more effective in the things that I will be doing further. Uh, and I'm already doing a few things already in what I'm doing currently. What advice would you give to others in your in your position? Um, so I would say that if if you have had that dream and if you if you are convinced as to why you had the dream and what you want to get out of pursuing that dream, I would say find your way uh, because I think you know our human instincts are quite strong. Uh, you know, I, 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 I have been feeling that, you know, the MBA could be valuable for me and on the journey so far, all I will say is that I have found it extremely valuable and I think, you know, I am so glad that I, I had the courage to kind of, you know, go to go back to studies even after such a long gap. So my suggestion and recommendation is for all the ladies or gentlemen out there who had this dream, but for different reasons, have put it on the back burner. If it is a dream that is still there with you and there were reasons why you wanted to go for it, please find a way and go for it because you are best judge in terms of why you thought it could help you and you will find why it helps you. That is one thing. The second thing is that... Um, in terms of from, so, you know, at the same time, it doesn't mean that it will be a cakewalk. There will be challenges. Uh, but again, in terms of that juggling or how you manage or balance things, you again gain more confidence. Um, if you are in trying to navigate or understand what might you do next and not very sure, again, it can give you lots of perspectives in what you can do. The other element which has been a huge bonus, especially from WBS, is their career uh, support team uh, because that has helped me develop understanding about myself in certain areas which, you know, I was ignorant about. So there's, there's many things that I have learned as a result of going into this journey which Although I had it as a dream, did not know how valuable it would be. And therefore, I, I think, you know, people need to be just brave and plan to go for it. That's all for today's Modern MBA podcast. I'm Kristen. And I'm Marie. If you like this episode, remember to hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. You can get access to articles and more great content by visiting our website, themodernmba.co.uk, Facebook and LinkedIn under The Modern MBA, and on Twitter at MBA Modern. Until next time, bye! Bye!